hello and welcome to the second episode of Curry and Dice with Adam and Tim. Hello again. That's Adam and I'm Tim. Well, Adam, most importantly, talk me through the curry. Curry, well, <clears throat> it came first with the onion bargees and I've got to say the onion bargees for supermarket fare, very moist, quite flavoursome and overall I would give that a decent onion bargee score. Oh, I, I was I was pleased. They're, they're sort of nugget size. They're not, you know, they're not as fistful of barges that that you get in a, mm-hmm. in some of the better curry houses. But they were nice. They were tasty, crispy on the outside, cooked nice and easily in, yeah. in, in with the main um, main curry dish. They worked, and you know, and then but the important thing really is contrasting your your madras with your chicken tikka. Now, you know, this is a shop bought in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, instant curry for seven pound fifty. The whole lot. Um, could you tell the difference? I could tell the difference, although, I mean, interestingly enough, I'm told that chicken tikka masala is very popular. I've never had one before. Really? So I don't know whether it was any good, because it was a bit bland, to be honest, but is that what it's supposed to be? I think that's what it's supposed to be. Are you you really saying you've never done that, or you're just being pretentious North London? No, never done it. Never done it. I'm I'm a bit old-fashioned, and I like like them balty, actually. I like that Uh, whole experience. The Madras, though, without being amazing, was... A decent curry for a yeah. curry in a box. Well, I must admit, I'm, I'm sat here thinking it's still in the back of my mouth, I, and I want a beer, and that's that's pretty good for a curry. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we do need to talk about naan bread, because because shop bought naan bread can be all over. You know, it can be a disaster. It can easily be a disaster. It can be too dry. It can be too soggy. But that one, not quite sure why, but that really seemed to work. Yeah, it was it was moist again without being. Um, sort of like that damp, horrible yeah, just, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so all in all, sundries excellent. The curry serviceable, good. No, well, I, I think you know it's, it's the way you probably categorise it is two blokes talking bollocks about war games online. Absolutely fantastic. Um, wife's birthday, maybe not probably so much. Not, yeah. No, no, we'll probably skip that. And and on other things that you would do for your wife's birthday, should we talk about our second game in Burton? Uh, that's that sounds like a joy to behold. In fact, what's wrong with food thing? In between the first game and the second game, mm-hmm. we did have the world's biggest and best pork pie. <laughs> it was a lovely pork pie. It was phenomenal. You know, this is—it's just not a London thing, is it? Clearly, given it is from Melton Mowbray. Yeah. But did you actually have a pork pie? Or did you have half of someone else's? Because we shared one. We shared one. Yeah, and it was—it was very shareable. <laughs> Good crust, but but we're getting we're getting too foodie here, aren't we? Really. Um, although, yeah, too foodie, but. I will give a shout out to Cooper's, the pub that we had it in. Oh, it's a um, classic. That's that's really the reason we went back to Burton. That pub, and the, and the Burton Slapper, and the Burton Slapper, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we can't talk about that. No, we can't talk about that. That's, that's a that's a, a different different podcast, possibly after the watershed. And, um, and you're all listening to it too early Something for that. To so. to but the Cooper's um, gravity poured um, very good ale. I recommend yeah. it to anyone in Burton. Yeah, absolutely. Part of part of the new era and also the old era. But the finest pint of bass I've ever had. I think we might have scooted in two during lunchtime. That would be rude not to. So, which which was the best, first or second? Always second. First Always run, second. a bit, bit of a rush second. grid, isn't it? So, so two pints down, and um, we're in the afternoon. Looking for an easy plan. Easy plan. Well, you don't, you know, you want to face something easy, just something that rolls over, possibly troops facing the wrong direction, mm-hmm. slam into them with the Romans. And, um, and we're playing Three Kingdoms Chinese and Siong Nu. Uh, something to look forward to. Sounds tricksy. Well, I think Chinese, they just feel like they're all going to have turned cutting weapon. Mm-hmm. And in Arts of the Gear, that's the magic weapon. Yeah, and you're going to have lots of blokes sitting on horses with bows, which are also 
You didn't do too well against those in the first game, did you? Yeah, next time. I, during, um, during the between the two games, though, I did actually have a glance at the rules, which usually helps, and figured out that whole I shouldn't die so quickly thing. Yeah, we, we really should have taken Chinese, but unfortunately my Chinese are really garishly painted, so I, I don't really want to wheel them out. <laughs> Where did you buy Dayglow acrylic paint? Um, it just seems such a good idea at the time when I was, when I was still a teenager. No. I, look, I don't know. Maybe I just thought there's there's a wall of just boring... Because there was only one Essex troop type of Chinese at that time. It was before these new army lists had come out. So I think I just wanted to make them noticeable. They they, they work. They're noticeable. But, but enough of that. Let's look at a much better painted Chinese army. And, and uh, not this one. <laughs> Axis and Allies. Um, that's that's a bit weird. But, but look at this. Some proper terrain. There's actual stuff on this table. Well, on our side of the table anyway. Which is good. Now, going back to the rough chart rough terrain commands um, we get a wooded hill slap bang at the forward edge of our deployment area which is more or less exactly where you want, want it to be the question is though how do you exploit that because you've got the hill well done but you've got to do something with that commanding position otherwise you've just got lots of troops out on the hill not really doing very much and I think in this game we used it quite well well I, I think that, that question of how to exploit it <coughs> from, from my point of view um, I adopted exactly the same tactic and, and the same way of answering that question I did in the first game, and, and I gave the problem to you by, by giving you that side of the table. Thank you very much. That's it. So, so you were commanding two lots of legions over here, and the um, elephant and auxilia on the hill. Oh, I, I ended up with both the... Um, <laughs> oh, the good stuff. No, 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 the, the legions were the good stuff, really. No, OK, I ended up with both the Parthians, which... Brilliant, brilliant terrain to use, all those light horse and throw it out... And then there's a field here full of full of Thracian. So our opponents, this was this was a pretty you know, this was pretty complicated for us to deal with as a as a, as a deployment from, from their point of view. They've skirmished over here, they've got some some stuff here that's too small to see. I think those might be cataphracts. They are they're allied cataphracts, allied which cataphracts. Is, turns out to be important. And then, then this was the solid foot. And I think we, we knew pretty quickly as soon as they rolled their first slice, they've got a flank march. Yeah. And they're either Bold as you like, and put it here, or it's clearly over this side. And it's, it's a telegraph flank march, really, isn't it? Much, yeah. So, so this was our deployment. I think we started dropping the commands from this yeah. order. Yeah. Um, and here, you know, you, you've got these two legionaries here. That's quite a big gap. There's probably a flank march coming here. We might not have known it when they they finished it. We we deployed them caught cautiously anyhow, and then they finished deploying, and we knew they had a flank march. And because if you know, if I if I was being Hypercritical, which as a doubles partner never happens. Never. I'm not entirely sure that enormous gap when these are infantry and there's a flank march coming in fits in that cautious box. Um, well, there's two things about that. I mean, one is um, two pints of very decent ale, uh, and okay. the second is the um, other of decent ale. <laughs> they were having um, one good thing about Burton, and this this can't be stressed enough, is they actually do really good ale in the venue. Um, so um, Burton, thumbs up for that. But the second thing is um, the glorious tactics I, I use to deal with our hanging flank. Okay, well let's let's roll on and see how that works. Um, look at this rough terrain troops in the rough terrain. Look, this is happy. We could, we, we could just stop this report now. We've achieved our objective. <laughs> They're safe. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Um, although uh, that that's a bit thin, mate. You know, if if the cataphracts can deal with these guys, mm -hmm. this lot. Can't possibly what you actually mean to say is your rough terrain troops, you're stuck in the rough terrain over on the flank and they didn't really achieve much all game. 
Well, let's move on to see that. But um, mm-hmm. all right. So talking about flanks, so you, you've hidden this with your hand, but I'm still saying that's the thick end of a foot of empty space, yeah. and that's where a flank march is going to come. It's not even yeah. going to get stopped by this plastic box, is it? I'm trying to. You're just pretending it's not there. Yeah, that's, no. that's the strategy. Okay. Yeah, big open flank. Um, here, oh, this is this is almost a coherent line. Everybody's lurched forwards because there's surprisingly little opposition and. I guess we know by now that these cataphracts are currently unreliable. Yeah, so they're not going anywhere, um, which is useful. But the other useful thing about that big wooded hill I was talking about, you need to be able to use it. We actually used it quite well. We used it as a, as a solid flank guard for the legions, and we also used it as a hinge that allowed all the big heavy troops to swing around um, safely and um, get stuck into flanks. That's that's a very good way of describing what, what potentially looks like a copy of the first game with all our heavy troops deployed against virtually nothing with the ability for it to run away. The difference here, though, is cataphracts, all the lower, they look like they're on the edge, so actually in the middle of the table. Yep. The first game, they're on the edge of the table. Here, they're in the middle of the table, so they haven't got as far to go to do something useful. Okay, I'll, I'll let you have a look at that. Nice. Wow, well, there's loads of mad Chinese stuff on YouTube, <laughs> and, and they're all brilliant. Um, enough of it. So so you're now running away. Is, is, this, is this, you realised your deployment's rubbish and you're well, going to fix it what is what's happening here what I've actually done here is um, I've suckered in him into um, a pointless flank march um, a heavily stacked flank so you so that you've decided to start deployment yes yes, absolutely okay. and now um, I'm, I'm redeploying the two legionary commands to um, form a solid safe flank anchored on the wooded hill and one and on the um, wall game is end of the world you're starting to mumble aren't you no, Wargamer's End of the World on the other. Wargamer's End of the World, very, very viable tactic. Um, look, looking at this, you know, some might say redeploying, others might say retreating. That's, the outcomes are the same, and the outcome the same is a very strong And these don't exactly look like they're being suckered in by this move, do they? Because they are quite, you know, they, they're practically still in China. Well, let's see how far they go and how long it takes them to get there. Okay. Oh, flank march. Surprise. Oh, I don't care anymore. I'm... Back on the table edge. That's, you're, you're basically where you should have started. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I am going to turn... Right, those troops will turn around soon as well. Well, I, I guess they've got enough time to do it because their cowardice has started pretty early and, and they're a long way away from the enemy. So uh, you, this, this, is actually, this is where you should start. Look, there, there's barely barely room for a dice. If you told me that they had a flank march before we deployed, I would have started that. But this is your side of the table. You've got to take responsibility for your own forces. And I did take responsibility, and I did something with them. Yes, something came Let's see how this flank goes. Oh, look at that. Solid. Oh, that's beautiful. As Caesar intended, solid line of legionary saying, come and get Brilliant. us. Here's, here's, there's a visual cue for you. These are the Judean legionaries with the, the yellow sleeves, the proper Romans with the red. These are the good ones. These are the not-so-good ones. And all these Chinese troops. Very, apart, very good for... Apart from this thing that you appear to have left... Out hanging again. Strategically, strategically. What's the old skirmish troops? To die? To delay delay and harass. And this game is I need to buy you enough time to get your cataphracts round. So they're out there delaying and harassing. Okay. So so we've got the map here pushing forwards on, on my side aggressively. You Russians you, doing nothing. Retreated. Uh, the elephants cut. Oh, I did remember. Look at that. The elephant's still there. And uh, these cataphracts are still becalmed in, in the middle. So here, 
this small amount of cavalry, they've, they've just run away. It's um, the classic skirt squirting out of the way. So they're sort of doing the same with, with skirmishing troops, as you'll see with Lions, but on the other flank, we're, we're pivoting the game to, yeah. to another four-footer, really. And the difference is, though, and I think it is an important difference, they've got to keep going backwards. Um, we've now got a sort of line to fight on. That's true, actually. This is a nice little bit of terrain anchor as well that they can do nothing about with these, mm. these light horse. Another mad Chinese film. All got to be good. Um, ah, we're doing a Trixie Rules thing here. Well played. This is almost buttocks of death mm. in, in Arts of the Gare. So, so what happens here is this cataphract unit moves slightly behind this base here. Mm -hmm. Then this cataphract unit charges into it. Normally, they'd evade. But you can't evade if you've got enemy troops within a base width directly to your rear so they unable to evade get hit by cataphracts with an overlap in the open all that happened there is you thought you could keep them too far forwards basically and, that, and all it is is just one base but um, it's a lesson that you know that, that buttocks of death thing is a pain but, but you learn it once and then you've learnt it and then you just keep them an extra inch back so they're still retreating these are going off this way there's a little bit of shooting and so Actually, where is this? This is on my, this is right on the fair flank. These these rough terrain troops have come all the way through that second piece of rough terrain and are really pushing the flank. But with those cavalry over there, these guys are pretty safe because the, the light troops can't run them down. By pretty safe, you mean out of the game? Well, you know, they're, they're doing threatening things. Look, let's just move on and see if, see if we even get to any interesting parts <laughs> of your, your game. So, okay. oh, look, here's that elephant again. Now what's happening here is um, now your cataphracts have got round the hill, the rough terrain sweeps with the elephant have got a gap at the end of the line that their line's about to hit the legionaries, trying to hit the legionaries. Oh, so there's right. a gap there um, for that for that rough terrain yeah, command to insert them into. You know, there's, there's a gap there, which if the enemy come forward, these guys have got. There's a gap here, but with these cataphracts being uncommitted, that's all they've got to shove into it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's not too bad, is it? They're very, very strung out. Um, that's the end of your skirmishes. They're, they're done with that skirmishing thing. They, the they lasted, uh, <laughs> funny enough, they lasted two or three rounds in hand-to-hand combat. That <laughs> did quite well. They, they, oh, were, wow. they were super frustrating for the opponent. So, so two or three rounds is nearly a pint. <laughs> so, yeah, we all laughed. Okay. So here they've, they've really retreated. We've gone, this is a four-foot wide board. That's half the table. That's more than half the table. So yeah, these guys are almost in touchdown distance. That's the, the rough terrain command. There's only a few lights there. The cataphracts are pressing the cavalry. We've got light horse shooting up to cause, cause markers there. Um, this is the interesting part of the table. Stuff here that's, that's not cataphracts threatening them. That's the baggage, and that's the, the other piece of baggage. So there's a potential touchdown in there if we can if we mm -hmm. shove the right troops into it. And this elephant, any ideas? Just driving random? Is he? Is he? No. He's driving forwards, I believe, towards, towards the cataphracts. Towards, towards this this big enemy formation here. No, he's facing the other way, isn't he? Is it? No, I think, no that's, it, that's his trunk, isn't it? I think he's going that way. Well, look, um, if you can't really remember it, maybe this is a four-point move. <laughs> it was a glorious victory. Oh, lovely! Look, look at that line of troops. They're nearly in. Nearly well, in. no, this and again, this is um, this is actually quite oh, you a handy piece forward, of play. Yeah, actually, step forward um, because he was desperately trying to get forward to attack us on his flank before his flank here collapsed so um, where he was delayed by the skirmish is actually he's coming in piecemeal so he's coming in bit by bit which gave an opportunity to actually go in with overlaps against his not so good troops because behind my arm here 
there's more troops. Behind your arm, yeah? That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. Underneath the arm there. Yeah. And there's actually more troops. So this is exploiting an opportunity where he got, got himself too far forward. So we could go and give him a slap. Mm. So we, we've sort of wheeled the whole table. We're fighting on a, this sort of frontage quite coherently. Yeah. And the cataract's still uncommitted. That was so, well, you know, that's just pure good fortune. Yeah. No two ways about that. So this shows it a bit better, doesn't it? Ah, yeah. So they've come from all the way from over here, but... Mm-hmm. They got there early. And you've just stepped up to, to engage them before they can really get in. Indeed. That's just a flank march. You've got your weaker legion who's against that. You're, you're conducting. It's almost like an orchestral. Yeah, it's, it'll work out beautifully. It's just actually. beautiful, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. Another one. All good stuff. I do recommend them, though. A bit crazy. So these guys have got little weird hats on. So... Was there something here? Did, have you no, this, this is this is my legionary. So this is the end of the legionary fight. This is the end of the legionary fight. Yeah, That's so this is where I've stepped forward. This is us, and this is just a big gap that we've stepped into. So there's nobody there. They're just um, there. Just was no, nothing there. The cataracts were on. Are you thinking? Do I shoot them? Do I roll into this? But there's targets of opportunity all over the place. To be, on, to be honest, yeah. Okay. So this is back at back at the far side of um, the table. So they've just been overwhelmed here by, by sheer numbers of units yeah, in, a, in a pit based game if you get one you know this is two commands almost three commands worth of troops so there's three sets of dice helping move all, the, all our troops here this is just one set of dice and they're trying <coughs> to get these guys out of trouble they're trying to fall back it, they, they've just run out so you managed to use three commands worth of troops to take out four well, they units. They all count. They do. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see as this game. I mean, you did outnumber them <coughs> about eighteen to one. So I suppose you could be right. Yeah. And you've used two commands worth of troops just to form a line, as Caesar intended. I guess as Caesar intended. So, actually, your your legion must be. A, a look at the markers. One, two, three, one, two. That's they're heavy legionaries. Some of them are elite. They do chop, chop. Now, what they're fighting is a medium foot with a two-handed weapon, and a two-handed weapon is fairly fairly scary, but only against spears and pikes. But I've got full fat legionaries there, um, so that's a good fight to have, really. And and these guys appear to have bird's eye peas squashed onto their heads. He's been using some of your data paint. Actually, yeah. no, no, my, my, my trainings are a lot brighter than that. Yeah. But I, I can see where you're going on that one. So, uh, so you've actually what chewed through all of them now. Step forward again, and, yeah. and the, you're you're trying to fight the second line. Mm. I think that's one of yours that's gone through. Um, you, you're winning here. There's there's markers left, right, and centre. That they're just steaming forwards and being properly. Yeah, here, this this was his main attack. Really put it in piecemeal. And it got chopped up, and um, we're winning where we're attacking. We're winning where we should have been defending. So game's going well so game's far. Going well. Okay. So over here, this looks like the the cataphracts have finally. I think we might have actually triggered them to get engaged. Yeah, yes. We just got bored, and we yeah. we moved within six inches or six mm -hmm. movement distances, and they became real. And then all of a sudden, we've got somehow we've got three cataphracts against four. Looks like we're throwing away a, a spearman or an auxiliary or something there to in order to get into these squishier troops mm -hmm. without and, and just keep these protecting a flank and um, and the elephant is so is even though he couldn't them. move his cataphracts you managed to get into a fight where he outnumbers you in cataphracts well I think this elephant's yours isn't it because that was supposed to be the secret ingredient but it's just been roaming around the table yeah you're supposed to be behind it not in the head of it but no ca carry on that's that's um, getting into an outnumbered fight against troops that couldn't move that's that's rare skill so um, yeah and, and, and just moving the elephant completely into a gap where there weren't even any of our troops never mind Second line to exploit any going Doubles is such a good game, isn't it? <laughs> Don't <laughs> you love it? That's the best part of it. So, so here we go. 
look at this. This used to be a block of four of our light horse. We're engaging the cavalry here. We're engaging stuff here. There's a gap that two of them have run through. One of them's already into one of their baggage elements. The other one's rushing up here. It's all over them, I think. It's all over them. All over them like a cheap suit. Um, boom. They, they've gone straight through. This is starting to die off. Um, <coughs> whether this is actually technically even still there, I'm not sure. And um, we're swinging around and, and crushing them in the middle. So he was still... You know, he was Still How did this sort of feel? Did you were you very conscious that you chopped the second line, chopped the first line up, but you didn't? Did you feel you had enough troops still left to take on the second line? It was always fast. It was always risky, even going into the first line. Um, it felt felt like a bit of risk, but it went well. And then it's, um, I think, by this time, by this point of the game, we're just trying to close it down now, and we're looking for those few extra units. So going into the flank doing this doing that so it's losing its coherency because we're looking to close out so the you're game. just, you're just tra- well we're both just trading off yes because it's a straight trade off we'll still see this over the finish line yeah willing to lose troops if we can take them uh, how many of these films are there right um yeah and yeah chewing up overwhelming that's just two units coming into one front and flank blah blah, blah. wasn't it happening everywhere and that's a slightly better photograph that's in, in, in focus there um, of, of the still people doing it <coughs> and getting into baggage is great because if you if you read any of my other battle reports this normally happens to me yes so you should know the rules luckily you don't know the rules about no that. I wasn't particularly great about it so um, you can get stuck looting baggage these guys were desperately rolling dice in order to get away from, from looting the baggage before they got clattered by, by enemy light horse here and fortunately they just did it in the nick of time and, and went herring after the, the um the second piece of baggage in, in the game. So this was the thing you were telling me was, was not very good about my three cataphracts against four of the enemy. Um, that seems to have worked out. <coughs> right. Yeah, the elephant came and saved you, look. <sighs> right. Um, so here we've we've really just taken all the way over here. We've, we've got a, a nice four-foot line that they've been sort of defeated piecemeal. We're, we're cheering up the end, end pieces in this. And that is a, a total knockout. Um, big... Big scoring system. Um, it's effectively three points for a win, but but so complicated you need a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. But something about each five percent you lose. So a big win um, after our narrow defeat and um, after our draw. After our draw, our drawing narrow defeat, and um, and from that we were we were just well teed up for for the evening's curry and beer, which is something to look forward to. Indeed, and um, even even Hannibal struggled a little bit to um, to be negative. But then again, if we'd actually had proper cavalry, we could have wrapped that up much, much more quickly. Excellent. Well, until next time.